702. The Africa Report with Crystal Odison. Time now to catch up with stories from around the continent. Crystal Audison, a very, very good morning to you on this Wednesday. I look forward to hearing your reports on uh, stories from around the continent. We'll start, um, I suppose, in the Great Lakes region, Rwanda and the DRC, the Democratic Republic of Congo, at loggerheads now over that M23 militia group. And it's taking, uh, what, Emmanuel Macron, the French president, uh, to try and mediate between the two countries. Can you just give us a sense of what uh, their dispute is about? Who are the M23 militia group and what's at stake here? Morning, Pongani. We have to go back to the 1994 genocide. This is when the tension started between Rwanda and the DRC, especially in eastern Congo. And recalling and remembering that the Hutus then um, marched to the eastern DRC. And so Rwanda and Paul Kagame in particular have always had a concerted, um, he's been concerned that this group is still operating there, and hence the emergence of M23. And that has been been causing a lot of conflict in Eastern Congo, especially in North Kivu. And so what had happened in June, um, tensions came to a complete height again um, when the border between Rwanda and Congo was closed. Now, this is a 217-kilometer border between the two countries, and a Congolese soldier was shot dead. And this caused heightened tensions. And we saw the past few days, of course, African leaders, they were in New York at the UN uh, General Assembly, and Emmanuel Macron got um, Felix Chechikedi and Paul Kigame together. Now, just prior to this meeting, we saw um, Felix Chechikedi addressing um, the General Assembly and basically, basically accusing Rwanda again of backing the rebels in the DRC. And he basically made a passionate speech saying that we cannot pursue peace if M23 is still here. They're causing havoc, they're causing mayhem, and they're causing destruction, and something has to be done. And a few weeks prior to that, the U.S. Secretary of State um, Blinken was in Kinshasa, and he also said there were credible reports that M23 is operating there and Rwanda supporting them. We then saw Paul Kagame also addressing the General Assembly and then saying, calm down, calm down. We know that there's issues, but there is a political solution that can be found. And hence, we see Emmanuel Macron entering the fray, saying to the, these two parties, we cannot have a conflict in the Great Lakes region. It will be absolutely disastrous. So the two leaders have agreed um, that they will start talking, um, they will, you know, stop blaming each other and dealing with the issue. And what's interesting now, we're seeing that the East African community, they're sending regional troops, including troops from Kenya and Uganda. I don't know if that's the answer to deal with the conflict, but I do think this all stems back to unfinished business, 1994, the genocide, and that some parties are still blaming each other, Bongani. All right, to Nigeria now we go. I mean, if we, th- if we think we've got challenges with electricity, tell me what's happening uh, in the continent's largest economy, no less. The seventh time that the grid has collapsed, Bongani. And, you know, when I speak to my Nigerian friends, which I did just yesterday, and they laugh at me because they're like, the problem with South Africa is that you're not prepared. You still hope that there will be a miracle. We have given up. And clearly, with a collapse, you know, the seventh this year, um, Nigerians have simply, you know, switched off. Everyone has a um, a generator. But it still doesn't, you know, take away from the issue that, you know, the country has 
installed capacity of about 12,500. Um, they, they, they can only provide about a quarter of that. So leaving most Nigerians, businesses, people, just to be reliant on diesel-powered generators. And what's interesting when you look at the headlines in and Nigeria has about 10 newspapers just in Lagos and Abuja alone. It's just not even a story. It's just reported, oh, yes, the grid has collapsed. Oh, the electricity providers fixing it. Um, and simply it's not a story. But, of course, for us in South Africa, I just thought it's interesting to reflect on it, Bongani, that there's some African countries and, of course, Nigeria being a big economy facing collapse all the time. Ah, it's a real, real challenge for Nigeria, of course, uh, because uh, their grid uh, has recorded all of these situations before. I mean, they had a national system collapse on the 13th of June, uh, and it's done so six times this year. Six times their, their grid has completely, completely failed. So maybe small mercies when we think about load shedding in that context.